Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch. Like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Right, folks, you're listening to a very special Pen Pals. You're probably wondering, where are you? When are you? When is what? You're living in the new society, folks. You've seen it on TV. You've seen it on the news. You've felt it in your soul for the past four years. But now you have confirmation. You are truly living on the moon. Welcome. You were so close. What a fucking insane... Ooh, you think I hadn't been chomping at the bit to get on this goddamn mic and spit my truth? Can I ask you a question first? Always. Is our theme- That's, I don't actually have a rant. I needed a question. Is our theme song emo? I don't... It doesn't feel emo. It doesn't? I don't know. I honestly If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get up and... I would love to hear that version. And maybe we could keep in touch. I would like love to hear the Blink-182. Well, that felt more like Green Day to me. If you want to be my friend, That's you'd emo. better yeah, go yeah. and get a pen. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we, we can, can keep, keep in, touch. in touch like they did, did in the old days. days. It wasn't so long ago. <laughs> it wasn't so long ago. All right. Now do Billy Joel. Okay. Ready? Nice. Nice. I can't do it. If you want to be my friend. Ooh, that's pretty good. You better go and get a pen. Maybe we can keep in touch. That's pretty good, Like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. That's good. (laughs) Okay, hold on. I'll try another one. Uh, If you want to be my friend. (laughs) 
You better go and get a bang. And maybe we could keep in touch. Like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Oh, oh, oh. I feel like you're doing the Louis Armstrong. <laughs> I was trying to you do... You want to be my friend? No, I cannot do Louis. I was trying to do... Uh, Shouldn't I be able to do Louis Armstrong? You got a friend in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's what you I was were. trying to do. If Randy, you what's be his my name? Friend, Randy. You better uh, go and get up, Ben. Randy Dandy? Is it Randy? Maybe we Dandy? could keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Like that? Now let's do Dave Matthews. Okay, you go. If you. Want to be my friend? You better go and get up. That's good, Roar. Maybe we can keep in touch like we're dead in the old days. So <laughs> no, that was you. No. <laughs> okay, ready? I'll do one. I'll do a musical theater. Oh, one. It's hard ready? to hang on. Ready? Yeah. Hey, Rory. Rory, look at me when I'm talking to you. <laughs> I've been meaning to tell you this for quite a while. And I guess this is what I want to say. If you want to be my friend, <laughs> you better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch like we did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Jesus, Daniel. And I wish you well. Goddamn dark horse over here. Where the <laughs> fuck did that come from? That's in the pipes, dude. How are you not? On Broadway. That is my question for you. That's our question for our listeners. You're listening to 102.5. Daniel. Yeah, buddy. What a world. What a time. What a place. I'm glad we have each other. We talked. Well, I texted I mean, you. That. I, I mean, texted and Daniel, you. That. You mean the community? Like, I know, but I God. still am glad we have this. We have this and each other. I texted you that two days ago. What <laughs> is going on? I know. What? It, what? What do you? I mean. Daniel and I are recording this, uh, as you guys know. We'll pull that curtain back. We'll fucking yeah. set the curtain on fire. Mm-hmm. We'll do a theater in the round. God we'll damn treat it. that curtain like a cabin. A beloved that's exactly right, like cabin. a cabin that's on a lake in Wisconsin. <laughs> we are recording this on Friday, two days after the insurrection of the capital of the United States of America. I, I'm reading the news as I choose to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Uh, Sounds like there could be articles of impeachment filed. Is I don't even know if I'm using they said proper they're phrasing. Going to file Monday. Them. Yeah. We live in such an absurd fucking time. I can't I truly my my I'm I'm basically just doing pot edibles most of the day, uh, every day. <laughs> That's kind of been my my spot. That's been where I'm at right now. And I'll tell you what, it's made me a better dad. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> This is how square I am, okay? All right. What's the time window on start to finish on a when you go for a a, a vibe? When you go for a jelly vibe? Yeah. Like if you pop it at, if you popped it at two PM when so you, you when, think- when you back to full Rory Mori Bory that I love. Well, I mean I love Here's, both versions, but you know what I mean. Here's what I've discovered. Um the proper phrasing is uh how long do you get to be full, real Rory Mori Bory story? Yes, you're right. You're um, right. Because I, I got to tell you, I, 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 at 40, I now see the medicinal 
I see. I actually now see the medicinal, personally, see the medicinal effect of a pot jelly. And I'm not talking extreme. I'm talking fully functional high, mm-hmm. where you're just in a different headspace. So I see about, five the, milligrams. I mean, it's different for everybody, but yeah, I'm a lightweight. Oh, excuse me, I'm a lightweight. Ten, um, maybe. I, I mean, Jordan can do. She'll do ten. I'm doing five or less. Okay. My just, I just get too wound up. So but, let's say you put that gummy in your mouth at two p.m. Yeah. How long you? How long you flying on a different frequency? Well, you're just not really flying. Well, you know I what would I mean. Say, not flying, but I know. On it. I would say if you have an empty stomach. Yeah. Because you got to think it's digestion. Sure. It enters your body differently. If you smoke, you're high. Right. But if you eat it, it kind of creeps up on you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. on an empty stomach, it's going to creep up faster. Sure. And, you know, sooner. Uh, so I'd say you probably start to feel good at two twenty. I bet on an empty stomach, two thirty. And that probably lasts you in uh you probably have a it's so then it's phases. So when you really go, oh shit, I'm like high, you probably get to enjoy that for about thirty minutes to an hour. Okay. And then you're just kind of in this milky space hot tub head. And I think through you dinner. Know, sure. I mean I'll I'll take one before dinner. I'll take a little bit more. You can just kinda eat just snack on it. You know what I mean? Okay. And I know that sounds. I've never uh, fucked with it really that much. I I gotta say it's worth trying. If you if you if it's I'm not interesting, I'm not gonna to get you. work done later. Here's the thing. Here's what I, the spaces my head goes to on it, and I know how cliche all this sounds, but the spaces that your head does go to are very self, uh, you know, revelatory. You are you do. I I was laying in bed the other night just thinking about the word work and i was just like what in the what what is work what what is that (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what is work and that word and why have we all chosen to feel something about that word sure and and i i i don't know i i would say if you have a specific set of things to get done you won't necessarily get them done or not get them done on pot it really matters to your personality you might find that you get them done in a better way you might find that you get more done I think pot. I think becoming lazy on pot. I know. Is I'm sort of a stereotype. Me. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. I'm not thinking about that. I just. I. I always. I, I mean, and not to say that's not true. People definitely do get lazy on it. It also depends sure. on what kind you're smoking. Some people need what to get lazy. Eating. Some people need some people to get need a little lazy. Some people need it. Some people need it to fall asleep. But right. I gotta say it. Just I, I. I pop a jelly. I'm fully focused on playing and be and and yes anding and building the day. Had a great teaching moment with my daughter the other night. And it was just because I was on high. I was high and I just drove right through the the issue. She was mad because she wanted to put on uh, this old bathing suit that, unbeknownst to her, we had gotten rid of because it doesn't fit anymore. Mm. And she went to put it on and she couldn't find it and she was very upset. That she didn't have it anymore, and I didn't even. I go, what do you want to? What do you want to put on? She goes, my blue bathing suit. I go, then go put it on. And she goes, we don't have it anymore. And Jordan goes, I got rid of it because it doesn't fit anymore. And I go, Elliot, it doesn't fit anymore. What do you want to do? You want to keep the old stuff forever? You want to keep the old stuff, or you want to get rid of some old stuff and then you got some new stuff? Which one do you want to do? Because you can't just keep the old stuff. You got. So I'm just barely. And very quickly, she was like, Oh yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> and then just put on another bathing suit. And I was like, Yeah. So you got to let it go. Let right. it go. It's let gone. It go. It's too little. You can't wear it anyway. So let's just move on. And she just accepted it moved on right we didn't we didn't sit in it you know yeah which i might have done i might have sit sat in or i might have made a bigger deal about 
her whining over the bathing suit than was or sometimes I, I bet in parenting like people turn on each other why'd you throw that away yeah. it's like let it go it's done totally totally but i uh yeah i didn't want to i mean i a pot rant for whatever reason i just know that i throughout the pandemic i've been like you know what i i think i'm more of a pot guy than i than i thought that i was i i did some internal questioning of you know how i personally feel like i had my own personal breakthroughs on stage as a stand up comic and i i was in a you know a marijuana headspace mm-hmm. a lot of those breakthroughs that helped really cement and establish i i learned later that i don't need it but i i got to say i think it helped me realize what i like and what i'm capable of I'm and how to tonight. fully commit to myself tonight, as a Rory. performer I mean, hey, I'll hide, bring dude. you. I'll bring you. I'll bring you a, the the jellies I I'll recommend. I'll come get it. I'll post. We'll post a picture on the Pimp Pals Instagram of the jellies I recommend. I look. I hate that pot is expensive out here, and since it's been legalized, it's a little more expensive. But if you're like me and you've been dabbling since you were 15 or 16, you know that being able to just get it at all now, you're like, I'll take it. <laughs> it look, is medicine. Bro, look at all the wonderful it is cheaper things than medicine you've brought into my life. Bread. Dave Jacoby. <laughs> the idea of bread. Big, Big Macs. Blizzards. Did you like that Big Mac? No. It was fine. Remember we talked about this. You know I bet when it came out, it was like it blew people's minds. But now like... We did it wrong. We did it wrong. Why? Oh, we should have had... Cold? No, it, it, it was cold. cold. But it, was, it wasn't fresh. It, should, it wasn't maybe cold. shouldn't have been a live event. What it should have been was me coming to your house right now with the freshest Big Mac and Whopper possible mm-hmm. and going... Daniel, you get to eat a quarter of each one of these, and then you have to decide. Are you a Big Mac guy or a Whopper Do you guy? have to? I think you'd have to. We'd have to make you have uh, to. What are you? I'm so, I'd have to do it, too. I have to eat a quarter as well because I don't know anymore. I'm so detached from both of those things. What do you think your wife is? She is appalled at <laughs> fast food. She got me off fast food. I'm, yeah, I'm not on it either, but... Every once in a while on a bind, I'll grab myself oh, I, a but breakfast I would, sammy Without from her, I'd be dead. You Have you ever had a fish sandwich from McDonald's? Am I from Rochelle? Is Rosemary Van Kirk my grandma? <laughs> That's what I did. I knew we had the same DNA. <laughs> I knew it this whole time. I knew it this whole time. <laughs> Do you know that I, I just averted getting slightly emotional about thinking about us going to get in that blizzard? Oh, God. Remember? We're going to do it. We, we just went and did it. We just went. Imagine how many blizzards Walked into a get. mall in the middle of the day. Had a blizzard. Did some bits before lunch, I think. Did just... we get lunch? Then we went over. Yes. I have not had guisados. I talked about this with Jordan. I've been uh, get it to go. I'm trying to change my meat diet, so I'm I've been off uh, everything but chicken. And then the other day, I slipped up, had some deli meat ham and deli meat turkey on a roll up. But uh, Wait, I haven't been doing any beef. Wellington was the last beef you had. That was my last beef. And I'm trying to get off the chicken, so I'm phasing things out. But I told Jordan, I was like, I would go to Guisado's right now, and I would order three chorizo oh my God. quesadillas. I don't think that, that doesn't have, count. That doesn't I wouldn't count. even care. No, that it wouldn't count. count. That doesn't that count. That and Boo's Philly cheesesteaks. Never had, had booze, it. Right? Never had a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Why do I always fucking forget that? I don't know. This is you want to know why I forget? You want to know why I forget? Because you don't want to stop loving <laughs> this me. This is the fourth time I've told you for the first time. <laughs> Here's why I always forget: because you're such a Chicago guy, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me that you haven't had one. And why? I know I'm it's a Philly. Italians. I know it's a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know that that type of food, you're like that's like if you told me right now, 
If someone lived in Philly and told me they'd never had a Chicago deep dish, I'd be like, but you live in Philly. What are you doing? <laughs> That's great. Uh, I'm, right. gonna, I'm doing one of do? those like Let's 206 food sensitivity tests. Have you done Ooh, one? I like that. Have you done I, one? Sh- I honestly should. You should. Don't you want to find I'm out what bloats you? I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, I am I'm too. lactose intolerant for sure. I can and go I've a little bit. It. I can go a little bit. I still do. My love for ice cream is too strong. Right. Can't be denied. Should we? Yeah. Who's? I'm proud of gonna, us. We have a lot I'm we pr- could say about things that are making us upset, and I think we had a good conversation. I, I mean, know. I, it's, I know. Hey, hey, it, it's it's uh, it's always darkest before the dawn. You know what I mean? Dark night, two thousand eight. Heath Ledger. Okay. Great movie. Aaron Eckhart. Do you want to go? Let's do it, Daniel. Okay. Be ready. Don't miss your fucking cue. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Let's go to the letters. I liked it. I liked it. I wonder if we're going to have to edit that out every single time if we ever put these episodes on YouTube. Because that's that'll prevent us from... The, Would they do that to us? Use somebody else's IP? What, Daniel, we're the pin pals. They won't do that to us. What if we did a whole episode? Daniel, we're the pin pals. We can Coast break into pals. a federal building. It's fine. Are you sure? Are you sure we can do that? <laughs> yeah, of course we can. We're the pin pals. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, you want to change the country or you want to leave the country? Which country you want a country when you country? <laughs> I'll tell you what, my favorite word is country. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, those invisible lines that separate all of us, they mean the world to me. That's why Quite literally. That's why you're they locked in 107.9 Big Country, the Spur. You're listening to Big Country, where we believe in borders without <laughs> doctors. <laughs> I guess that's what we're learning in this pandemic, that our country is more borders without doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody had a tweet the other day when they were like... Um, we our doctor. They're going to send doctors to help America. No, 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 no. We we're fine as our democracy. Making, uh, was... We're fine making our current healthcare workers struggle in- immensely oh, sure. just to help us out. As our democracy was on the edge of falling apart and maybe even still is. Let's call Some, it Wednesday. Somebody had a Adams. Somebody had a tweet that said um, uh, Mexico just called. They want to know how much money they need to pay to finish up the rest of that wall. <laughs> Mexico's on board with the wall now. Very like, you on know board. what? Let's keep they them out. They will pay for it. You were right. Canada's like, should we be considering a wall? Ugh. Yikes. Okay, folks. Here we are. Me or you, Danny? You know Danny, what? Danny, Danny, Canny. I'll go because I feel like this can... You know what? Let's tail. both read our individual letters at the, the same, same time. time. Okay, go ahead. Dear pen pals, whom, I'm, who, whom I adore... Equally. Now, I will say I never this. know if whom is right. I don't know I don't about either. whom. Um, before I dig into this, though, I will say this mm-hmm. this letter came to our email, thepenpalspod yes. at gmail.com, on yes. August 16th. And for anyone who thinks, oh, I sent something in, and they're never going to get to it, you might be right. But also, you never know. We saved What was that all. date again? What was that year? August 16th, 2019. Love it. Yeah. We've held on to this for a while. But I think it's yeah. a great thing to talk about. And I want everyone who's listening to me to use that email address and send us your letters. They don't have to be family traditions just because we talked about it. They don't got to be Pinterest just because Rory was into it for a month. You no. guys, you can send it literally. 
We'll tell you what we think of your haircut and whether emails. you look full Britain. Send us emails. We're and not doing I mean the Connie DMs Britain. anymore. We're not doing the snail mail for just a minute. I mean, you can we're just, try we're gonna, it. I don't you can try it. Down, we just, but I just, it's harder for us to get it. And send us about anything. Like, email. your pen pals? Like, how's it email. going? How's it going? The pen pals pod at gmail.com. Any topic, flood us. God, but it the feels DMs, so good when you open this up and there's just so many letters for people. And then you go back had, to the ones you've saved and you're like, this is why I saved this. Here we go. Exactly. Dear pen pals, whom I, whom I adore equally, I hope you're both well. I just wrote you... I just I just wrote you guys a happy letter seeing a friend fulfill their dreams. Now I have kind of a heavy one. Why can't I cry for myself? At any point I am one smile away from happy crying. If I see someone I haven't seen in a while, if someone tells me a heartwarming story, if I hear the Friday night lights opening theme playing in the next room, forget yes. it. I'm a blubbering mess. I also I'm also a sympathetic crier, Jason Street in the first Friday night, epi- Friday night, Friday night lights episode. Come on, I but know. when it comes to crying for me, I just don't. I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have been in car accidents, broken multiple bones, including my jaw twice in one year when I was ten. Watched people die, gone through bad breakups, had very painful family drama. Nothing, no tears. Shrug it off and keep moving. The last time I cried was nearly four years ago at my beloved grandfather's funeral, not because he died, but because I saw tears roll down my nephew's face. Here come the sympathetic tears. I lost it. So bad. So bad my nephew, the one who was crying, had to console me. Is my lack of crying because I was raised with very manly older boys? Am I a robot that was programmed for even a small amount of healthy that wasn't programmed for even a small amount of healthy self-pity? Am I a psychopath? I'd like to think it's because I refuse to be a victim, but that's not true. I still have heavy emotions, but when it comes to actually crying, it's like I have corks in my tear ducts. I should probably go see a therapist about this, but I'd value your input as well. Thank you for taking the time to read a letter from a possible psycho- psychopathic, misprogrammed robot who is a huge fan. Love, Sarah. P.S. I am not a serial killer. I've watched people die as part of my job. Also, I am not Dexter. Okay. What is this? Is this the theme song to a Philly cheesesteak restaurant? Because I've never been inside of one. What is this, like studio sessions from Postal Service? It's Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Friday figured. Night Lights, the TV show. What if you're Rory? What if when you're we, like, in a world Dexter. where we can In a world where we can cohabitate, mm-hmm. co-socialize, abate. I don't know what the word is. When do you want See me to watch other? the first Touch episode? Each other? When do you want me to watch the pilot? You give me the time frame and I'll do it. Don't say today because I won't. But if you give right me a minimum of three. Today. Oh, you said no. It's so good. Uh, Here's you, my fear. Here's okay. my fear. I've I built like up it. something that doesn't, uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't stand the test of time. But you're not the only one. People go on and on about this show. People are as crazy for Friday Night Lights as they are about my musical theater version of our theme song. Did Can't I tell you? if my daughter is crying or laughing. Oh, right now you can't. You're trying to hear. Hey, 
She's fine. She's okay. getting tickled. <laughs> Boy, sometimes you can't tell. You're far enough away. Um, God, I'm so afraid it won't hold up. And here's the yeah, thing. When you say I'm not the only one, those are people who are probably in the same boat as me who saw it at the right time. You know, it did come out, I believe, in 2007. Yeah, so that sounds about we're right. Looking at, we're looking at one that's... Are you trying to tell me that Connie Burton and Kyle Chandler aren't timeless? They are so fucking great. God damn it. You know, before they shot... The two of them moved to Austin and lived together for like a month or something. No way. Yeah. Have you watched Midnight Sky, the new Clooney movie? I haven't. He's in it and he's fucking great. Kyle Chan Chan? Yeah. He's not not being asked to do a lot, but he's fucking I wanted him to be in Robbie. Oh, I was going to do an episode where he's a coach and he's blind. And, uh... What if... I don't know. I don't know that he's blind and I'm so intimidated by him because he's staring at me. And I'm like, this coach is, like, even in the timeouts, he's staring right at me. And then the game ends, and I go, I just got to say, you're the most intimidating coach I've ever seen. And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, you're just staring at me the whole time. He goes, I'm blind. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I didn't even know. I was like, God, that makes you an even more amazing coach. Then he blinks and looks right at me, and he goes, I'm not blind. Let's just shoot that. Now, the reason that didn't happen is because that isn't a story at all. And Anthony King was right to shoot that idea down, knowing we wouldn't get Kyle Chandler. I guess I'm bad because I want that idea. I want it too. That's my where my my brain is in the I I throw ideas in the idea pot. Someone else has to stir it. Someone else has to cook That's that. That's a meal. great analogy. But I'll put the rest. I'll put the ingredients in there. Um, let's dive into this. Mm-hmm. I I gotta say I can. I, I think I can sympathize that a lot of my life, I think what I have done is I sw- I've swallowed a lot of things down in moments where I did feel something, and I should have let those tears out, and I didn't, mm-hmm. probably for similar uh, reasons where I thought how I'd be perceived socially, whoever might see me, or I didn't want to be seen crying because of that horrific delusion we're brought up with as as men some women but a lot of men are definitely brought up to where you don't cry you don't show fear you don't show vulnerability we've talked about it yeah you know ad nauseum i'm sure on this podcast but i i grew up i didn't necessarily grow up in where my family talked to me like that but i did grow up where socially you perceive things that way and you you don't want to be perceived as Weak, so I think I swallowed a lot of things down, and I think it does affect you later on. I think you can have a psychological issue with being able to get so freely to that place, and I think I still struggle with it. I think I'm better at it, yeah, but I think I still struggle with it. Well, I think to me, what I like about this letter is like so many people are like you ever cry, and people go yeah, right, like, yeah, I cry, and if you ask Sarah, you ever cry, she would go yeah, for sure, I cry. And then you would think like, oh, okay, so yeah, she deals with her emotions. But it's that nuance, that like specificity of saying like, I don't cry for me. Like yes. I'm a sympathetic crier, but I have a hard time having sympathetic tears for myself, like being yes. sympathetic to me. I'm, I need to be sympathetic to so many other people. But if it's, yes. if it, if, if it's, if the fire starts in me, I have a hard time warming up to it. I put it yeah. out. Yeah. And so it's, and I think that that's like, I mean, when you look at, you know, what the last four years and the last, you know, 12 months and the last 
three months in the last th- three days. In the last four hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you look at that, I, there, I don't know exactly. I think for every person that could be different where that, where those tears or that fire to keep with that analogy comes from. Um, but sometimes it's like within you. Do you remember Rory, the white room question that I asked you at the end of hindsight? No. So the question is this, I would end hindsight, um, which you can listen to if you're a DVK Patreon subscriber. I ended hindsight by asking my guests like three questions. One was if you could be any type of animal, what type of animal would you be? If you could have any type of animal as a pet, what type of pet would you have? And then the third one was, um, I want to be an apex predator (laughs) that, God. Let's, I, just, I know. I can't. Go ahead. I, can't. I would be willing to do a Patreon-only episode with you, uh, and it might be 10 minutes. And with us, it'll probably be way longer of just talking about Wonder Woman 1984. I have a lot to say. I, know, I have too. a lot I to say. Um, so we, <laughs> we should start a side project called Watch Yourself with Rory and Daniel. I'll give you top bill. And... That's, and you know, and you know, I'm on board because that's the only stipulation <laughs> I ever. That's all I. And we honestly now the content of that podcast, you could name anything. Right. I'm in. <laughs> Watch yourself, and it's just us. Whenever we want to talk about some shared artistic experience that we both partook in, we say what we thought of it. Yeah. Um, um, so the, the question was this: If it, if in an instant you find yourself in a white room, four walls, ceiling, floor, as far as you can tell, there's no way in and there's no way out. You don't know how you got there. You don't know why you're there. But suddenly, this is why I eat pot and unexpectedly, there you are. The question is, how? I want you to tell me. You don't have to, but if this is how you say it, I want you to tell me how you. How do you feel? What do you feel? And how do you react? Mm-hmm. Right. And this is not a long-winded way of me getting you to answer that question. But you know our love for each other. You can or cannot. I don't care. But for me. When I was first asked that question, I said I would first sit and really try to <clears throat> process the room, um, take in as much information as I can about it. Um, then I would follow every crease in the wall and ceiling and everything to see if there really was. I would need to know for myself. Just because I've been given that information, I would really need to know for myself. There's no way in. There's no way out. There's nothing yeah. I can do about this. And yeah. once I knew that... I would probably sit down in whatever area I've claimed or the bed if there is one and I would just try to come to terms with the fact that this is my new life. Yeah. And I always thought to myself for years like you you badass, you fuck it, you 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 get the information and then you handle your shit, right? What it dawned on me and I can't remember who the guest was, but it dawned on me shortly into hindsight maybe within the definitely within the first year that what I wasn't doing was grieving. I had no like emotional output for what would obviously be sadness for the fact that I'm not seeing anybody anymore. I don't get to leave this place. I didn't choose this for myself. Th- yeah. th- it's tragic that I'm now suddenly in here without any warning. And I, I never grieved. I just yeah. never grieved. And I think that that is a large, my answer is a large indicator to how I process self-emotion. Yeah. I think I, can I make it even creepier in the room? Yeah. 
you can't understand where the light source is coming from. Of course, I didn't even, I assume, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Does that scare you like a little bit more too? Because you're like, wait, how is there light? Right. But let me make it even scarier. There's a dragon. You okay. don't get hungry or thirsty or ever feel like you need to And that's to how you know bathroom. you're dead. <laughs> but you're, you're just like, am I here? Where is yeah, here? Right. Um, I... Which I guess is a really I, long th- way of There's also saying people that suffer from the opposite, where they only cry for themselves and they don't have sympathy tears mm, yeah, uh, at all. Sure. I think I would relate heavily to being a sympathy crier. Um, I think for me personally, I probably, if I were to talk to a therapist, I, I would predict unprofessionally mm-hmm. <laughs> that at some point we would come to a conclusion that there's a chance that I've always interpreted my emotions in terms of feeling sorry for myself. I think I've tried to, and I'm not saying that's where those tears come from. For me personally, any moment of feeling sorry for myself, which is the wrong phrase when you need to grieve for yourself or like feel tears for yourself, but I don't have another alternative. My mother dying at a very young age, I really, that that is such a strange thing uh, to process to come into a reality, and you're not so much unlike this, uh, Daniel, but to come into a reality, right. to be told of the thing that you don't have, that yeah. that truly, on a subconscious level, you have craved, but you don't know what it is. It's just our internal connection with our mothers. I don't understand fully that what I'm feeling is in large part because of the severing of that, you know, and the 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 non-existence of that person that I don't know and I have no memory of and I have nothing in my mind. I have no recorded history in my mind. It's all just subconscious. Can I ask you um, a question though, really quick? Yeah. Do you ever look at grief as a as a? I'm specifically thinking about you. So you can always yeah. you, you you love me and I love you enough for you to say shut the fuck up, but like. As a cave, right? And like... Um, Wait, grief as a cave? Yeah. Okay. I'm just picturing like a cave, okay? And like at the center of the cave, in your example, is your your mother's death, right? And somebody like your dad was there when it happened. So he's constantly, from that point on, going out of the cave of like processing the life away from or after that moment. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand... Are, are. <laughs> what? All right, get your magnetiles. <laughs> Go on. Get that magnetile. You, you on the other hand, are coming into the cave. Yes. So what you're doing is you're going to have to get closer and closer and closer to the point that your dad or anybody who loved your mother was going away from. So like you start out at zero and then over time you have to get closer and closer and closer to the realization Mm -hmm. of what that loss means to you. And as you meet people who have moms and you find out what a mom is and you watch your wife become a mom and you have people who were motherly to you, you, you are getting closer and closer to the grasp of understanding what's at the center of that cave. Whereas conversely, yes. people who had your mom are getting farther and farther of what life is like without that person. And yes. it's almost like, 
because yeah you weren't born and been like hey just so you know you got no mom and you're like she died a year later obviously but you were like she right. died that never happened you had to process right. life getting closer to that moment whereas everybody else who had her was processing life getting away from that moment does that make yes. sense it does make sense um and it's it's interesting because it also exists in the abstract like i can only put together bits and pieces of who this person is um from what people tell me and i can mm. only put to i can only accept certain information of people telling me and this is probably what would be going on or what your life would be like and this is who she was and this is what people thought of her and these were but also what it means to you to not have her or have that yes. person there like for me i'll be honest yes. with you it's a little vulnerable but like i i don't lament the fact that a guy named chris wasn't my dad but mm-hmm. i did have to come to terms with lamenting the fact i didn't have a dad yes those are two very different things right one is like well i don't really have any longing for this specific person i didn't yes. know them and my one situation is, is one way is different much than yours. easier yes. one is much easier to go all right the other version what you're saying is lamenting the idea of a dad of what that would have meant I, yes. into my life yes. and what i yes. and, and obviously it's an ideal picture because why wouldn't it it's be? not it's not so different than mine because i have that same thing because you what what you grew up with uh was Forget Chris, forget my mother, Cindy, forget the names, forget sure. who the people are. Just dad and mom were two things that were were missing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and, and it wasn't like you were in a position to ever know, you know, the, the people based on people's actions and what they said and what they did, you have a version in your mind of who your dad uh, who who he is, who he was. Sure, yeah. You have this version in your mind. Is. Yeah. And I and I have the same thing. Yeah. I have this version yeah. uh, in my mind. But at its core, we both have the same thing of going, yes, but that thing, that thing, I don't have that thing. I right. don't, I won't know. I will never know that thing. Um, that, and it's just, it's just our life story. It's just what it's just how things are, right. but it doesn't make it any easier for you to look back and go, well, God, what, what, what would things be like with the perfect dad? What would things be look like with the perfect mom who's here? Like what, what would they, so you also, str- that's what I kind of mean in the abstract that you and I share a similar mourning in the sense that we mourn the idea of something. Yeah. We don't even mourn the specifics of it. We just mourn the concept <laughs> of mm-hmm. of what that means to have that uh person because regardless of what anyone tells me about my mother and you you know this. You you know this. Uh the relationship that you have with your mother it isn't something that you can probably describe. The relationship you have with your grandmother is probably right. not something that you can describe or explain to someone because it's it's subconscious and it's beyond human mm-hmm. it's something else mm-hmm. that that bond that you have i mean you can look at the person whose physical makeup created your existence and that's bizarre that's the most bizarre that's the most bizarre thing ever yeah um but uh in, and i could get sidetracked a, a million times but Growing up, I think I always viewed my situation as I wasn't going to be someone who used 
that same as thing. any excuse. Roy, I wasn't going to say, thing. but I didn't have this, and so I'm allowed to same be this exact person. Thing. I'm allowed I remember to being like 14 years old, 13, 14 years old, and literally thinking to myself, oh, I could have excuses to be a very different type of kid. Like I right. literally thought that. Where I was like, well, they would just say he didn't blank or this happened to him or his grandpa died when he was really young. Like, yeah. like but I was like, I don't want that. And so I wonder if some of that does bleed over into the emotional part where it's like people yeah. aren't going to look at me and say, oh, he's upset about things. Yeah. This got I, to him. And I think I think because that was my mindset, I think it it did something in my psyche where I wouldn't allow myself to cry for myself. I wouldn't allow myself to pity myself. Now, that doesn't mean in private I haven't done that Sure. A lot. I I feel like I used to cry a lot as a kid, and I think I used to deal with um, my situation in such a intense uh, intense way, and I definitely cried in in my own space. But I I wish it was a space I could get to instantly. And boy, if Pixar isn't helping, um, it's true though. And that's it's how true. I transition. It's a conduit. And that's my intro like, to talking about the movie Soul. Um, folks, or this story, this movie tells a story. Um, but I think all but, that's but true. You're I think right. There's it's something art, right? Art there. has always been a conduit for emotion. For Yes. For people who don't need therapy. I've never met one of those. Or people who do need therapy or are in therapy. I mean, that's that's what art is. I, I, I've been working on this bit for fucking probably six years that I've never been able to make funny. But the idea is I just always picture like Wrangler fucking wearing dudes who can't tell the woman that they love them in 1991. So they just played George Straits. I cross my heart and they let that dude the talking and like that's their whole like, you know, how you keep asking me how I feel. This is how they push the they push play because that's the conduit for yes. emotion that they can express. And, and yeah, there's, yes. I haven't seen soul, but certainly in Coco. And then even you in, haven't like, seen soul. No, Daniel Van Canyon, Kirk Staniel. <laughs> well, here's the other side of that coin. Cause because sometimes you say to yourself, do I want to have all these feelings tonight? I don't know that I do. You and do. so, and you, and honestly, that's where the jelly comes in. <laughs> oh, you're probably right. You're probably right. Tonight is that night. And oh, and I cause tonight, tonight, tonight. That was a great Phil Collins. <laughs> if you wanna be my friend, I can't. That's God. That's hard to do. <laughs> that's real hard. <laughs> you stepped up. Uh, you I'll try a Rod Stewart one. Let me get into it. Do 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 yeah. do 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 do. Go and on. get a pen. <laughs> okay, ready. If you wanna be my friend. You better go and get a pen. Yeah! And maybe we can keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. That's the best I can do for not actually it's, doing it's, it. It's hard to do because we're Maggie, so used to the tune and rhythm. Anymore. Anymore. You made a first class fool out of me. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> that's why I love us. But I think that that, and, and we've said this Man, this gets said so much, especially if you listen to fucking alt comedy podcasts like ours. <laughs> the, the, like, go to therapy, therapy, therapy. But like, 
That is the deal that you have a trained professional who will yes. sit there and at the exact fucking crease in the armor moment say, and how do you feel about that? Yes. And, and that for somebody that is maybe like me or definitely like me and maybe like you, that, that part, that little, we jump over that puddle. Cause we yeah. don't, we don't want to find out how deep it actually is that it's actually a fucking hole in the ground. Yeah. Phil. And yeah. so we Phil, you hear that <laughs> Phil. And so I'm like mad. We Phil skip that no moment, reason. you know, where we go. And how does that make you feel now? Sometimes if that feeling is funny or for other people, I tend to not lean to this, but that feeling is anger yeah. or that feeling is sympathy. We don't need anybody to say, and how does that make you feel? Roar? But yeah. when it might be like grief, or welling up of emotion, we just we just skip around that little part. Yeah. And I, you know, saying, Sarah saying, oh, I manly people in my family and stuff like that. And I think those all could be contributing factors. Yeah. But if you're, regardless of contributing factor or regardless of even reason, reason if you're just trying to get to the place where you feel this need to be able to pull the corks out of your tear ducts, that's what it's there for is yeah is like i don't know self revelations yeah therapists are 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 guides to help you have those there's a lot to be resolved from our past and there's a lot to be dealt with in our present and past and yeah the way to do it is by going inwards and some the the issue at at its core is it's hard to go inward and also it's hard to figure out where you're supposed to go when you go inward mm-hmm. and it isn't you know it maybe it's coincidence that we brought up pot and edibles and stuff but you know this this is what current research in in the world of psychedelics as means of therapy this is what they're they're talking about because yeah. sometimes you know doctors therapists have they they there's some certain traumas that are so deep that we can't really get to. And if we can, we can't really figure out what we're supposed to do with it. And a lot of psychedelics have shown promise in helping people get right to a specific trauma and figuring out how to deal with it in their own mind. Like all of us possessing individually our ability to do that. I mean, it, it shows you that we as human beings are even more impressive and magnificent than we even realize today. We actually are even more impressive. We just we 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 haven't fully understood the the what what proper medicine is. We haven't fully understood what proper care is. We haven't fully understood that all of the things we have prioritized as important in our life are actually not when people, you know, I grew up in a world where you'd kind of scoff at yoga or meditation and these things. This is all just self-care. This is all just taking care of yourself. You'll see someone take care of their car like it's a newborn baby, but then they don't do the same thing for themselves. And it's, and I'm not saying that's what, you know, the person writing in, Sarah, I'm not saying that she lacks that, but I think there's a lot of people that, and and myself included, I'm at 40, 
I'm just now having these revelations of what it actually means to self-care and actually doing it and actually wanting to do it and actually trying meditation and actually, you know, uh, uh, trying a sound bath, things that I thought were ridiculous, but going, well, fuck, what if there is something there? Because it isn't so much the action when somebody goes, oh, well, I, I, I know people, I, I myself scoffed at the idea of a sound bath, which, by the way, I love that title, even though I made fun of it. But it isn't about the action. It's about what do you need around you to get you to stop and actually go inside yourself? Right. What do you need? And it's the elimination of so many distractions. Our reality is so many distractions that we don't talk to ourselves anymore even though we we don't even really talk to each other anymore we still don't connect fully with ourselves because there's so many fucking distractions and mm-hmm. it's i think i don't even know the rant that i'm going on but i would say for me personally at, at no, you 40, were saying about how that I'm, opens it up i mean you were i'm trying to get to that space and i'm that, trying to get to that mental space of going yeah i can actually cry instantly because i can access an infinite well of that sadness in whatever flavor that sadness is for myself someone else uh, uh, actual physical pain whatever it exists inside all of us it isn't like it's what's well, out of my brain our brain is so fucking incredible as a machine as a computer as a spirit guide that when you go ah oh, well I'm over it you're not you're just your brain knows you cannot function today mm-hmm. if all you do is think about tragedy you actually have to put it somewhere else. And it doesn't mean it's gone. You just haven't dealt with it. And that's literally so many things. And I I don't know where that's going, but I, I would say it all exists in some world of, of, of mental health. And I would say this letter is great because it points out a side of mental health that people don't talk about. When people talk about mental health, it's always in extremes of like people who are suffering from really intense depression or, sure. or, or a number of other things. But right. rarely do we talk about that mental... Uh, health that's something like this where someone would argue, well, I do cry, but I actually have a hard time crying with this. It's like that's no less important than other mental health issues. That's one that you have to um, come to terms with, which was this person did, and figure out how to how to work on it, I would assume. I would assume that's why this person's writing, because they want to figure out how to work on it, maybe, but you know, all it did was raise an awareness in me going, oh yeah, I actually have this same issue, and I haven't confronted it. Yeah, uh, same thing for me. Um, so, Sarah, I, I, you are not a psychopath, as far as I can tell. You're not. But remember, we don't we're know not you, but we don't yeah. know you, and we're not real detectives, despite the fact we still accept very real. And cases. I think that, like, when you say you don't have a healthy sense or a healthy amount of like self pity, you you probably do. I think it's I think it's an amount of self expression. So, but again, I ain't no pro. So, um, let <laughs> us know how no you're doing. Pro. Hashtag I ain't no pro. And you know what, Shanley? Put the apostrophe in there. Let's have fun. I hope people are getting their merch too. Speaking of, and if you wanted a poster, you can get one of those as well. Daniel, we lied to those poster. people. There's never been a merch. Page. We just wore some. I we taped those on. It was tape. <laughs> um, go to DanielMayKirk.com for all that stuff and hit up the link tree in Rory's bios for his uh, social media Instagram. Okay, so Sarah. Uh, Great letter. Great letter. Let's take a quick little break, Roar, and then I know you have a a quick fun letter or an interesting one that we'll get into. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, Oh, wait. We should probably fish it, right? Make it a fish. 
Yeah, make okay. it a fish. Dude. Hashtag make it a fish. See, I want to. I'm, we're not telling him how to spell that. Um, make it a fish. <laughs> that's, that's. I want to know what he does. All right, we wish you well. Thank you for this letter, Sarah. I hope you're great out there. Write us. Let us know. We'll probably talk about it on the Palpatench. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girl Strip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. All right, we are back uh, here. We're back. You're in and with you're in it with the bed pals. You're All back. right, you're listening our next to seven point nine country jazz. Country jazz. That's right. Jazz that's very patriotic. <laughs> this next letter is entitled Pickin' Chips. Dearest pen pals, I was about to start a movie, Saving Private Ryan, but what? wanted to sag snag some snacks before starting it. I walked to the store to buy some chips before starting. I walked over to the chip section, and there was an older lady already there looking at the chips. Keeping a safe distance, I stood back and let her choose before I approached. This lady ended up taking quite a bit of time to make a selection and then finally chose something. I did what I considered to be the only right move. I didn't even look at the selection and assumed this older lady was wise to the chip game. So I selected the exact same thing. Question. Firstly, what are your favorite chips? And what is your ideal movie snack? I'm going to interrupt these questions, uh, Clay, and I'm going to say, what in the fuck were the chips? I know. How do you leave that out of the story, Clay? I, that's what I was what waiting for. What were they? Clay. Uh, 
what did this lady pick? And then what did Clay? Well, everybody, what, what was I bet. he willing to bet? And also, how did Clay not look? How did he know what she grabbed? If he didn't, know, and he, I just grabbed what she grabbed. Well, you must have looked to see what she grabbed to know what she grabbed. What would be the worst chip? What did she grab? What would be the worst chip? Like I've with grown those Lay's, less and those less Lay's ones that are like, hey, it's Lay's, uh, like uh, dandelion, dandelion and cotton candy. Yeah, like, they did get a little out doing, of hand. They, I, thank you. Thank you. You know what they did? They hired the wrong person. That's well, when he writes did. us back, we'll tell everybody in the Palpatine. Clay, you have to write us back what the chips were. Uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna say um, I've grown less and less tolerant of sour cream and onion. I'll tell you that. Wait, that used to be your banger? No, that wasn't my banger, but I've grown less tolerant of it. I'm always fine with it. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. When I first tried ketchup chips up in Canada... Loved them. Now it's just, it's too much. I don't much. want that either. It's too much. Do you like a um, veggie straw? No, no. No. I can fuck with a veggie straw. If I'm eating a sandwich from a deli, yep. I want salt and vinegar almost every time, you ever unless go, that's a meatball sub. You ever go Zaps Voodoo Heat? Uh, have I lived my life, <laughs> Daniel? That's a good one. Great Zaps, one. Zaps is, I think, pretty good across the board, flavor wise. But that board. voodoo one, get out of town. They're, they're jalapeno, the dill. We got Jacobs. Put that in our welcome. I bag. know. I love Jacobs. Oh, I miss Dave Jacobs. I haven't, dude. I, do you know I, this is going to be the I never first, liked him. This I is going to be the first him. winter spring in three years since that I haven't seen him. Yeah, can I just say, how come he never comes to see us? You know what I mean? Oh, that's right. He did, and I had yeah, he did. Him. And I, you went, to and we saw and Angelina Jolie. She was at the restaurant, and my wife and Dave uh, Jacobs could not stop staring. And I thought it was inappropriate. And then she escaped with her family through the kitchen, and she that was real thin. Hey, saw her out of the corner of my hey, eyes. And that doesn't. That, that, hey, how ironic! I was going to say that woman needs to eat, and here she is eating. That doesn't <laughs> top our favorite uh, restaurant run-in though that we had together. Jordan was there for that too. Well, oh, <laughs> the white whale. The white whale. Michael how Keaton. Clo- yeah, how close? The new were Batman. We? we were so close. We were two tables over, if I'm remembering correctly. You valeted at the same time. You could have asked him. No, right we then. didn't valet. He got out of an Uber, and then I valeted. I was behind him. Uber pulled off, and then I pulled up. I didn't have any. I had no FaceTime. None. I regret it. Would we? Because s- honestly, if Michael Keaton would have yelled at me, I'd have been like, you know what? You're right. I, I would have agreed with him. I wouldn't have been like, I ah, hurt my feelings. I'd be like, he's right. He's yeah. right to have yelled at me. We're even more on the same page than he realizes. <laughs> Let me just say, nothing... When Clay... I have a few issues. Clay, you got to redeem yourself with me here. And I saw that you have another letter, and we're going to get to that at some I'm point. Not getting to actually, that and, I'm never getting like to that, that until I get to these chips. If I don't know the chips... And also, I'm not excited by Saving Private Ryan. There are so many... We are talking... This letter came in four days ago. Mm-hmm. We, there are so many... Fucking move. Wonder Woman 84, bro. I'm Rory. kidding. I'm joshing you. I know. But you know. saving private Ryan, being like, I'm about to start saving private Ryan. I'm going to go get chips. I'm like, no, I can't do. No. You don't want to see Barry Pepper crush it? Look, you think Barry I don't Pepper like Barry chips? Pepper? Great chip. Think I don't like Barry Pepper chips. Ah, you're the weird Al of snack foods. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. What are your favorite chips, Daniel? I mean, favorite chips right now. You, you don't ready? get anything. Nothing goes with it. You can't say with this drink or with this. Like I said, with the sandwich, you can't do any of that. Wait, I can't Straight do up, what you said you did. What you can, but then you also have to give an answer of this is the chip that you're having, and there's nothing that goes with it. Do I? 
give me give me your sandwich. Okay, you just can go I, Italian can I be on the hoagie. If we're just going straight yes, up, chip, of course, fuck be it. indulgent. Straight yes, up, chip, straight fuck up chip. it. Yeah, straight up, chip, fuck it. Hey, Adam, you decide if that's a hashtag. This is how lazy we become. We pick Adam. <laughs> Adam, pick any sentences from today's show and make them. <laughs> we got to get that next year's poster started. So straight up, chip, fuck it. I would have to go Doritos. Cool Ranch? No. I would go Cool Ranch. I love a Cool Ranch. Don't get me wrong. But if you're telling me I'm going just regular, there's none of that but the bag of chips. Just, yes, regular Doritos. Now. You fuck with Sun Chips? Yes, I'll fuck with some Harvest. You know what I love, Roar? I love when salsa? you, you I, love, that I love when you pitch me the ball. <laughs> and then I love how happy you are when I hit it. This but is also, what it's like to have a dad. <laughs> this is this is and that's what I try to give you. And that's what Pin Pals is. If anyone's been a if anyone out there is a true it's, uh, I'm true trying fan to be a mother show, to Rory and you, he's you trying know to be that a dad I'm to me. <laughs> trying to be a dad to Daniel and he's a mom to me. And that's what we're giving each other. Um God, favorite chip straight up. Well, I think I threw sun chips in there because I can sometimes go with sun chips, but God, there's some, there's a chip that, I mean, there's so many great chips. Do you consider Cheetos a chip? No. You don't? What the fuck is it then? Is Cheetos the goofy of chips? Cheetos, but they pulled it off. Yeah, they pulled it off. You know what I can't stand? Unless it's a Frito pie, Fritos. I can't stand Fritos. Really? I'll, Fritos I'll, on their I own. I like a Frito. I Fritos like, on their own. Dude, get the no. fuck away this, from you, me. I've, I've gone for a long time without telling anybody what I'm about to say, but I think Fritos should be much more of a bar staple. Fritos should be in the nuts. That with a whiskey, a ice cold whiskey, and some. Fritos. I agree a hundred percent. It's salty. It just lives in that family. Yes. But Fritos on its own on my couch, it's like I need chili. I need it. It's a great. You know what it is? Fritos is 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 like Pink Floyd when they broke up. But <laughs> Pink Floyd together without the solo albums. They really were magical. This but one, solo it's just not for me. Is this weird? Fritos are to chips what Twix are to candy bars? Fritos feel like the Twix of chips. I don't why? know why, just where they live, just where their place in the pantheon of chips. Uh, mounds, remember? Oh God! So, uh, first of all, you've—I'm shocked by myself and you that I just mm-hmm. wonder to uh, if if Cheetos are chips. They would you put Cheetos closer to popcorn than that chips? So it's—I it, think it's the hybrid. It does feel like a hybrid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess technically they are chips, but I don't know. It just I. I'm lukewarm about Cheetos. You put Cheetos out, I'm going to eat them. You give me the option of three things, I bet I don't pick Cheetos. I bet you're the same. I don't know. I can't remember a time I ever bought Cheetos in my life, but I've eaten them more times than I could count. Kettle chips? No. Now we're talking. Okay, you want me to go real on you, Artisanal chips. You ready for another uh, Bob You're Ross? You're talking Miss Vicky's? Okay. You ready for another Bob Ross picture time with Daniel Van Kirk? Let's do it. In Wisconsin, there's a brand of chip that is... I, somebody's going to be like, oh, you can get them in Minnesota. Whatever. In my world, they've only ever lived there. 
They're called Old Dutch. And yep. you give me some That's old the ketchup chip. Old Dutch potato chips, original, with a turkey sandwich, white mm. bread, mm. Munster Mayo. cheese, Miracle Mayo. Whip. Yeah. My, my, uh, mustard? No. You know what I started doing with my mayonnaise? Hmm. Putting in a little sriracha. Ooh. You like it? It's great. Well, here's the God, deal, Rory. It's so good. You it's and so I, we get good. up. We get up about 7, 7.30 in the morning. All right. We go to the flea market okay. up at the cabin. We, come, we, we, we have a cocktail, a little screwdriver right. before we leave. Then we go into gyms. We get a Bloody Mary. I'd probably get a screwdriver, okay. though. All right. We hang out at the flea market a little bit. We head back to the cabin, give ourselves another cocktail. Now we're about mm-hmm. three, three in before noon. Okay. We say, hey, you want to get down to the lake? And then you start making yourself a big old turkey and Daiquiri. ham, monster yeah. cheese sandwich. That's what I was say. And then you get the little baggies out and you put your old Dutch <sighs> in there. And then you make sure there's enough room in the cooler for ice and you want to bring all the stuff mm. to have the cocktails. And you're yelling at me if I remember the Bluetooth speaker. And I'm like, of course I did. Mm. That's when chips are the best to me. The best. Give me those. Give me old Dutch at the cabin on a Saturday around noon. You know what you just did? Hmm. You made America delicious again. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we're trying to do here. Old Dutch, that's the ketchup chip. Oh, they do a ketchup chip up in Canada, yeah. But I think it's down here now, too. There's a lot, I got to say, there's a lot of stuff they run through Canada before they put it down here. Mm -hmm. Like Medicare Uh, for all. Like uh, just basic good living. (laughs) Uh, Ideal movie snack. Uh, I'll tell you what, ever since I learned about putting chocolate over hot popcorn, I don't even like popcorn, but movie popcorn with butter on it, and you put some, you know, Reese's Pieces or Uh just chocolate over it Uh in some way, let it melt and Uh get, oh, that's the best. But I'll also do, uh, what are the, I think it starts with a D. Gets in your teeth. Dots? It's like caramelly, not dots. It's like it's not whoppers. Oh, now you've made me. Now what you've the made fuck me is do it? this. It's in a yellow box. Yes. And if you would have just said, I would have. Should thought I look of it up? Should I look it up, or do we let it just live and annoy us forever? I mean, like we're doing with the chips that Clay got. Oh, but I'll know in Hold two on. seconds. Hold on. Don't don't. Are you googling it? Don't 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 blurt it out. Once you figure it I out, I got it. Okay. I got it. Oh, it's driving me insane. Roar. Hold on, it hurts so bad, but I want to stay in this moment, John Cougar Mellencamp style. This is actually this is actually good solo, but this is the this is what I would put on the popcorn. Hold on, I know the box. I it's and they're like you're like this. Are you Hold ready? On. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Milk duds. Milk duds. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Fuck, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this show. <laughs> Well, you said you said the only two words that mattered to me when you were talking about treats and the movies. What popcorn C- butter? No, Reese's pieces. Reese's, dude. Reese's I'll do Reese's pieces, pieces oh, all day man. long. I'll do Reese's pieces all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's never. Did it you? never. It won't ever not tickle me deeply. That's the way you say it. You saw Eastbound and Down, right? Yeah. When he does the baked potato kiosk and he's like, yeah. we got baked potatoes and all the fixins and we're, <laughs> that's, I don't give a shit about you and your baked potatoes and all your fixins. <laughs> There's some words that that's just how you have to say, like Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Dude, that's all I need. For a movie. I mean, I'll take some popcorn, but yeah. 
Clay, you did it. You know what gets us. But seriously, let us know what those fucking chips were. And then let's talk about what movie options that we can throw at you. It's kind of been a hot topic for me and Daniel as we closed out 2020. Folks, you're existing in 2020, 2020, now with Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Uh, we wish you well, Clay. Sincerely, your pen pals, DVK. And RS. It wasn't so long ago. A podcast network. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.